1: Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow myself and the show on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K and at Ethos Pelicans. Plenty going on over there as well as everything that's going on over at sportsethos.com. Go and check it out. there. Stuff that you shouldn't be missing out on, particularly as a Pels fan or as an NBA fan, NBA fantasy player, whatever you, tickles your fancy, go over there and um, and check it all out. Of course, you can find this podcast on all of the major podcasts app. And uh, yeah, if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review because we love the support. We love the growth. And thank you all for tuning in and listening each and every episode. Um, we can see the show growing and, you know, it's fun. We get better guests. People like listening to the guests, and uh, we'll have yet another guest this week coming up, so let me do a bit of foreshadowing on that. Looking forward to chatting trade deadline, Uh, so look forward to doing that as well. Now, we're going to get into it. We'll recap the Houston game today, as well as the trade deadline, the rumored trades that are floating around and possible targets, as well as Brandon Ingram being snubbed as a uh, all-star, even an all-star replacement. So we might kick off with that. So let's get into it. So, Brandon Ingram uh, yesterday was not announced as the all-star replacement for Draymond Green, who was listed as an all-star replace, uh, reserve. Brandon Ingram was in the running to become the the replacement, I guess, after being... I'm not going to say snubbed, but there's a lot of deserving candidates, but he was, uh, he was right up there with the best of them and did not make the cut. So he's not listed as an all-star this year. Perhaps there'll be another injury before, uh, before the game. And maybe he gets called up then, but, uh, Dejounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs is filling the West spot. So all the best to him in, uh, in his all-star debut. I'm fairly certain. Uh, but all credit to Brandon, he, you know, in all of his interviews so far, he didn't think about winning, becoming an All-Star, I suppose, um, with the injuries and the like that he's had this year, perhaps. Uh, he was more team-focused, which you can see, um, and we'll talk about his impact in the last couple of games. He was actually named Western Conference Player of the Week uh, for this week, just gone, where he was absolutely dominant. Uh, so proud of of Brandon. Uh, it's a first Three-game winning streak that we've had all season, and it was really behind him. He came back against the uh, Detroit Pistons, and we we won. We've been winning, so uh, with the win against Houston, Detroit, and Denver, that's the three-game winning streak. We take on Houston again tomorrow, um, and we're going to break down that Houston game just in a second. But so proud of Brandon and all that he's done this season. Um someone tried to call me out in the last episode posting about not having Brandon in the headline. Well, you guys know from listening enough that uh, how much I consider Brandon as our all-star. Uh, you can see the tweets and all that sort of stuff. So apologies if B.I. was uh, upset that the guy from Perth didn't uh, put him in the headline. But there was a fair bit of chatter about how important and uh, talented and essential to this team Brandon Ingram is. So... Uh, all credit to him. And, uh, you know, he is showing it. The wind's piling up, uh, showing it. So, let's go to the Houston game. We took on Houston. It was the final game of the road trip before we get a day off. And then starting to take on uh, Houston and six other teams, or six other games, in uh, at home. A little homestand, which we love to see, Uh, and we've been very good at home. So looking forward to hopefully banking a few more wins. With this win, we officially go into the undisputed 10th spot into the play-in. That means we take on, if it was to finish today, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, isn't that full circle? We knock them out, they fall into the lottery, and uh, guess who gets their draft pick? Um, Unfortunately, this is audio only, but I'm pointing at us. Uh, The New Orleans Pelicans inherit the Lakers' first-round draft pick. It's um only protected uh beyond the lottery, so we will uh, end up inheriting uh, inheriting that. Should um should we knock him out? And that would just be hilarious. Uh, that was obviously from the big haul that we got in the um uh, Lakers trade for Anthony Davis. Now what we saw against Houston was a little bit scrappy in the beginning, and then riding the ship. It's, it's tough, and um, when I look back at this game, the first half was so scrappy, and a lot of turnovers, and missed shots, and things like that. And that's a mental thing. That's the team coming out and saying, well, we're so much better than Houston. We should whip their behinds, and just expect it to happen. The problem is, is Houston like to play? They still want to win, they want to run, they want to, you know, these players are all NBA players. They don't want to just get flogged every night. So they come out and brought it to us and you get a little bit shell-shocked and you sit there going, well, the shots aren't falling, we're turning the ball over, we're poor decision making, perhaps holding the ball too long, not making the right reads, and it keeps Houston in the game. In fact, going into the half, we were down by five points against a team that's, Arguably the worst in the league, or, or close to it. Thankfully, the second half was really a turnaround. We scored thirty-eight points in that third quarter, and to their twenty-three, and completely turned it around. Uh, shooting fifty-three point two percent overall for the uh, for the game, and forty-one percent from three. Huge turnaround. Massive last quarter and uh, really led behind a huge third quarter from Brandon Ingram. And when you We know we talked about these games when he's not playing and how you give them up because you don't have a closer or you don't have a guy that can just get offense from. Well, Brandon Ingram is that guy, and that's what we saw from him. He took over. Uh, he scored or assisted on 30 of the 38 points in the third quarter, which to me is pretty impressive. Uh, very impressive, in fact. He... Um, he ended up with thirty three points, three rebounds, twelve assists, three steals, and a block. Twelve of twenty one shooting, three of five. And honestly, he was he was offense all night. I mean, after you talk about the game before, where he had twelve assists as well, he um, he was huge against the uh, the Denver Nuggets. And that facilitating was just been so important for um, for the team because it provides them another option to create offense and put their players in um, better positions to win and succeed. You know, Brandon talks when they say, oh, you've got all these assists, and he says, well, I've done the easy part. I've got the basketball to my teammates. They're the ones that have to make the shot. So I know we've talked about these potential assists and how many would actually have, but Brandon Ingram, that ability to create 12 assists, is just, it's massive, it's massive. Uh, and, and so important to this team. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how, if he can keep that going and, and whether teams start realising that, well, he doesn't have to just score. Uh, he can create for others. And with the rest of the team getting dragged along with him and scoring at will when he's when they're put, he's putting him in such good position, well, gosh, look out. You know, we drag ourselves back into 10th and all of a sudden you're, you're right on the cusp of playoffs. We're only four games behind the Lakers for the ninth spot and we just got to keep grinding, keep dragging ourselves towards, um, contention and whether that's for a championship, I don't think it's this year, but definitely a playoff run. We can beat them. We're world beaters and, and having that belief and having that ability to buy in and you can see it from top to bottom of the roster. We've talked about it with so many people, uh, that, that buy in from, from the whole roster. I know Aaron Summers talked about it on here, uh, Really awesome uh, culture to have built. And I love it, honestly. I think the team is in such a good place at the minute. Uh, perhaps um, perhaps there'll be a trade. I don't know. I haven't been told anything. Uh, nor do I intend to be told anything. Um, they're usually broken by Woj or Shams. And, and they're the ones you should be watching out for on Twitter. Because um, they'll be the ones telling you the legitimate deals. We're seeing all these... Uh, Ridiculous deals out of the minute as to whether or not the team will change. But all credit to um to Brandon and the gang for pulling this one out. 120-107 to 107 against Houston. Now, another big game for Jackson Hayes. He went back to the bench after um, Josh Hart returned from that sore knee. He ended up with 21 points in 27 minutes. 7 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 8 of 10 shooting. And over the last 4 games, he has the highest... Uh, shot, uh, two point shot make percentage uh, in in NBA history since the uh, the three point line came in. So pretty impressive. I think he's missed two shots or something from uh, from the two point line, which within the three point uh, arc, which is just incredible. You know, for any bloke to do that um, or anyone to do that, you know, that's um that's very very impressive. So all credit to Jackson that switch to the uh, to the four spot and being able to play off Jonas Valanciunas instead of having to actually battle with the big blokes, he gets to jump over the top of them and and uh, and spread the floor a little bit. We saw him hit a three pointer. That's um, really good and it's been a revelation because it's what we've been waiting for, Jackson. And it's nice that it's starting to click on both ends. Um, that vertical spacing and, and people are now saying they're going from bench him. Uh, trade him you know this was me this was me a few months ago you know he's unplayable And all of a sudden he switches to a spot where he's more comfortable and uh, and he's playing out of his skin another 20point game it's awesome it's the first time in his career he's had two 20 plus point games in a row all uh, in his in his career so really stoked for for Jackson and uh, glad to see it all coming together. Uh, JV, you know, only 27 minutes, which we love to see. Uh, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal and a block. Uh, Herb Jones, quiet in 31 minutes, 9 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists and a steal. Uh, He got into foul trouble early and really struggled to get into the offensive side of things uh, throughout the game. But his defense, when he was on, he was good. And uh, as we expect from Herb, Josh Hart returned with 13, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. He was really good. Uh, Pushed the ball. And Houston get frustrated, and they do some hard fouls. You know, there was a bit where um, Josh Hart went up, and I think he got blocked, but probably could have been a little bit too vicious. And Josh Hart landed right in his tailbone. And, oh, if he wasn't sore after that, I don't know what you would be sore after, because he, uh, he hit the ground pretty hard. Uh, Devontae, six points, two of eight shooting, um, two of seven from three. And his shot has been... So streaky. But we knew that coming in, that it was going to be like that. So, um, you know, he's won us at least two games off his own hand. So, uh, happy to to keep him around as, as long as we can. Uh, Nikhil off the bench with nine points. And he was solid. Um, kept himself under control. Jose off the bench as well with nine points. He was solid. Really good. Four assists for him as well. And... Um, He's just been unbelievable, Jose. And <laughs> that um, can, Yes, I Can Shoot uh, video that we've seen floating around from the uh, most recent episode of the squad where his mic has now become a viral sensation. And all credit to, to Jose for embracing that and being such a spark for the team. Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, watching him and Najee come into B.I.'s uh, press conference after games and ask questions and muck around with them, you know, these are all young guys, and it's good to see them all settled and, you know, enjoying each other's company. It's it's really awesome. To, easy to support a team where everyone's happy and enjoying each other's company and playing together and, of course, winning. Um, you know, they've really built a nice culture there. And all credit to um, to Willie Green for, for putting this together and getting the buy-in. It's a hard thing to do, especially in these trying times where you've got weird, ros- uh, weird uh, COVID rules and... Uh, timelines and things like that and schedules. He's uh, he's really done a great job. Really stoked with that. So um, key takeaways from this one. Uh, Brandon as the creator is just fantastic. I'm so impressed with how Brandon's uh, been going and um, he continues to just show that he was an all-star and he should have been, he should be playing in uh, Cleveland. But he, alas, he won't be, um, but, you know, that's all right. That's okay. We'll still see Herb Jones there, who was picked in the uh, rookie sh- sophomore showcase or whatever they call it these days. He's on Team Worthy. Um, James Worthy's the coach of the team, and uh, he's going to play for them. Josh Giddy's on there as well, so that's who I'll be going for with the Australian and the Pelicans superstar uh, Herb Jones you know, on one side. Well, that's going to be a fun little thing to watch. In addition, um, the second key takeaway, I think, is that we're playing together. And uh, having that ability for the guys to enjoy each other's company, to buy in, to support one another. You know, Billy's Billy Hernan Gomez, for example, is in COVID protocols and he's tweeting, let's go Pelicans before the game. You know, he, he's, we've got this complete buy-in from the top to the bottom. Bloke hasn't even hardly been playing because of... Um, because of either the COVID and then Jackson Hayes' uh, minutes have shot up and, and eaten into his. It's um It's been fantastic to see these guys really buy in. Um, and thirdly, Jackson Hayes has played himself into a really, really comfortable position. His athletic ability and ball handling and um, shooting touch around the ring has just been phenomenal. And I have... Absolutely, got to eat my hat because he's just been great. He's been really, really good, and uh, I was I was really harsh on him, but he's playing like this, and uh, you know, all credit to him. Keep doing it. Make other people eat their hats because you know you're an NBA player. You're a lottery pick for a reason, and if it's starting to click and you're starting to utilize your um, your abilities that you've that you've got your uh, Athleticism, your your handling, your speed, your your jumping ability—you know all of those things are uh, uh, fantastic. So, all credit to Jackson for the meteoric rise, ascension to um, to relevancy, and uh, and and carving out a role for yourself. It's been really, really impressive to see, and hopefully we continue to see it. So, we'll just take a quick break. Thank the sponsors, MyBookie.ag. Um, use the code HOOPBALL on page three. That'll give you uh, a deposit match bonus. Uh, Manscaped.com, of course, is um, use the code HOOPBALL20, give you 20% off and free shipping at checkout. Do it, enjoy it, get yourself a little discount, a little free shipping. We love free shipping. Who wants to pay for that? Um, So get yourself over there and check that out and tell them HOOPBALL sent you. Also, make sure you go and follow at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. Single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. Again, that's at ethosfantasybk on Twitter. Follow now. Now, go and follow that because it's given updates all the time on these players. So, any basketball team or anyone that's been traded or moved around, they're going to tell you what's going on, how to use them in fantasy and... um, yeah, treat yourself. Go and do it. Do yourself a favor. And of course we have the new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos Thrive Fantasy Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at ThriveFantasy.com. Use code Ethos when you sign up to get a one hundred percent deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to one hundred bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props. On the biggest names playing every night, score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. Check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. And finally, stop giving your personal information to your ISP. On top of overcharging, your ISP is allowed... To legally sell your browsing history to third-party advertisers for a ton of cash, take your privacy back with ExpressVPN and head to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball to get three bonus months on a 12-month subscription. It's super easy. Turning it on takes one click and it works great with streaming services like Netflix or sports packages like League Pass 2. Once more, that's expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. Grab those three bonus months now. Okay, thank you for listening to those. Um, So before we wrap up, the trade deadline is upon us on the 10th of February, which is Thursday. Um, So looking forward to hearing anything that's going down. There's lots of chatter about, uh, you know, the CJ McCollum stuff, which seems to be the most prevalent. I haven't heard any official trades. We've seen some ones that are a bit... um, Sketchy and actually illegal, so ignore anything that you don't hear from Will Guillory or Andrew Lopez or Christian Clark because they're the guys that are in the know. They know what's going on. They're the local media. Um, all of the big trades will be announced by Shams or Woj. Everyone else is just speculating. So, um, you know, I take the mickey and post my purse sources, Twitter tweets, and I just think they're so funny because people just get involved. But... Um, It'll be interesting to see how this trade deadline plays out, and we've got an awesome guest coming up to talk about that in the next couple of days. So before the trade deadline, we will be talking trade deadline, and um, so watch out for that show because that's going to be fantastic. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, We will take on Houston again tomorrow back at the Smoothie King Centre. The homestand starts now. We'll talk about that game after the, after hopefully another win. We'll see what happens. But until then, I'll leave you to it. I am Lyle Swithenbank. This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Bye for now.